listening to The Blessed Podcast with your host, Anna Tigre. Welcome back to The Blessed Podcast. Hello, Elaine. Hello, Anna. I like when you join me for this Blessed Podcast. I have fun with these shows with you. It's awesome. <laughs> it's not like we don't talk all day. <laughs> now we're just talking to a microphone instead. <laughs> Well, mm. Elaine and I wanted to discuss something today that it's been uh, it's been a long time coming uh, for both of us, and we were so fearful to do. We took a big step. We took yes. a big step in our in our fitness life, and it's not something in our health life. I know, and it's. I mean, we've been doing the fitness lifestyle our whole life. I mean, I've been doing this thirty five <laughs> years. And so why would this be scary? <laughs> Look at the scary things we've done. Well, you know why? I think it's because probably a lot of the listeners will, you know, be able to relate to that. But we've been so, for lack of a better word, brainwashed into thinking that animal protein was the only way to get, you know, to a build muscle fit, and to retain build, muscle, right, a fit, repair muscle. <laughs> you yeah. know, we have that idea in our minds that people that are vegans or vegetarians are like super skinny and skinny <laughs> fat. That's right? how I have envisioned We all have head. like this really bad images that, you know, not that those are bad images, it's just not what we envision for ourselves because we've been fit figure competitors and bikini competitors and yep. you know very this, muscularly full right and that's that's our preference um so in order to stay that way we've always felt like we had to eat uh heavy on the protein and the animal braised protein right right it was 30 to 40 percent of our diet would be animal protein typically that's that's the way we've d always done it, it was the first thing on your plate and mm -hmm. then you know and then the rest and uh, it's been actually for me, it's been a little bit more than a couple of years that, you know, I feel like God put it in my heart to start going that direction. And I, I still don't fully understand why, although the more research I do, I'm starting to understand. Mm. Um, I started to educate myself, but for me, there was a lot of fear. There was a lot of fear because I'm not one of those people, you know, you always say like, oh, but look at that competitor, you know, that guy or that girl, he is vegan, she's vegan and look at her physique. And you know that some people, they can eat dirt and look <laughs> like they <laughs> fell off a cake, which is not the case um, for us, right? Like we work hard for our physiques. It's not like we can just do whatever. It's one of maintain. those things too when, when you've been used to doing something one way for so long and protein has been such a large percentage of our diet, for me, I need a visual. So the visual is like um, documentaries, like the ones we've been watching. So when I, when I see a documentary and there are clearly some high profile major athletes like athletes athletic ability beyond what i could even imagine sure. doing for myself somebody you look up to right someone i look up to someone i see the hard work they're putting in and they're built like a brick house i'm thinking wait a minute that doesn't even make sense to me right because i honestly never believed you could do it without animal protein right so one of the ones that really hit me and you made me watch it well, first we watched Forks Over Knives together. Right. And that Which was is more of like 
um, let's avoid fight cancer, fight, you know, all of this autoimmune diseases and the, the, all of that. And, you know, let's be totally honest. We all want to do that. But until it's knocking on your door, you're like, yeah, but am I going to lose my butt? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and, you know, as much as that's an eye opener, that whole thing, because I mean, none of us want to end up with cancer. Right. None of us want to end up with disease. And you see Heart how disease, much disease yeah. is caused by the levels of protein in your system and the higher levels of protein, the higher chances of getting disease and cancer. And I never really realized how, how prevalent that was. Right. We thought we were pretty healthy. Right. I thought it was really healthy. Then if you start to take a look at one's blood, we'd probably learn a whole different story. So that kind of hit me on a health level. Mm -hmm. And really when I think to myself, okay, I'm not competing anymore. I'm just, you know, maintaining a, a good physique and trying to stay strong and healthy at my at for my age and and still be an inspiration to others. But like I said, I'm not I'm not ever gonna get on stage again. So that was one of those things I thought, okay, well I could probably cut out a couple things, you right. know, like that. Then I watched with you um Game, the Game Changers. Changers. Right. And when you look at the athletes that they use as right. as profiles for this lifestyle, I was I was in shock. We have um, top NBA players. We have one of the strongest men in the world, right. literally the strongest man in the world. Right. We have one of the toughest marathon runners in the world that literally ran around the world. I <laughs> He's know, like crazy, insane. And also, um, who else did they have? There's a yeah, endurance like cyclists. You know, there's uh, a lot of football players mm -hmm. um, football, and oh, basketball. MMA players. MMA, that's what it was. A MMA play, MMA fighters. That really hit me because I do understand. You know, I, I've watched a lot of MMA. One of my dearest friends is Kimi Couture, so she's been really involved in the MMA world. Mm -hmm. And you see these guys, one of them's a vegan and one of them's a, a big meat eater. And they're having right. this battle before their fight as, dude, you're not going to hold up with all that right. with your little vegan salad. lifestyle. You're <laughs> yeah. not going to be able to beat me on salads and on and on. Well, he ended up getting his butt kicked. Right. And he realized he didn't, and, and in the end he said, I didn't have the endurance right. that the vegan had, and the vegan was a tough guy. I mean, he's was, obviously this was one of the top bouts, yeah. uh, you know, on the planet as far as UFC is concerned, right? And yeah, the vegan won. Yeah, like, yes. okay, so there is something to this, and none none of them look skinny or skinny fat or or mushy as I had it in my head that right. they would look especially the strongest man in the world. I think his nickname is Ox. Right. And they said, dude, doesn't, you know, how, are you, how do you expect to, how do you expect to be, you know, that strong or that big or that whatever, not eating meat? And he looked at them and simply said, Oxes don't eat meat. <laughs> and they're like, <laughs> that was pretty oh. cute. Yeah. And this guy is so thick. Yeah. His muscularity is just ridiculous. Well, and that's actually stood out because uh, he is so strong, but he's not just big. Like he is built. Oh, he's, he's very big and thick. lean and thick. Yeah. And, and he's dense, lean for a strong muscle. man. Yeah. yeah. You can see the density. There's no denying that his muscularity right. is just dense muscle. And, and he's been a vegan for many, many years. Right. And he says, oxes don't eat meat. Right. And so they, you know, and again, I go back to okay. Well, how are they getting? The, how are they really getting their full amino profile, mm -hmm. amino acid profile, mm -hmm. getting complete proteins as we've known to have them? 
And there's all kinds of food combining you can do. And I just never wanted to bother trying to food combine to get a full amino acid Well, and that, in reality, that has been what we've been doing as trial and error and trying to educate ourselves because you watch the documentary, but they don't give you, you know, the steps. Like, okay, so then if you, the how to exactly, how does that look on an everyday basis? Like, what do you practically eat? Because we are used to, you know, the eggs and whatever for breakfast and chicken you know it's very easy to pair like we've been we've been doing that way for so long then now you have to really take a step back and like okay so how am i you need to eat a variety of things in order to get all of the vitamins and minerals and textures and um you know and even to feel satisfied because yeah and unless you're on that page you don't automatically think of all the options you have and and after you and i had gone shopping you know there's all kinds of different kinds of squash right that in itself is so delicious and so colorful and so wonderful but there's such a variety of vegetables and fruits yes. and nutrient wise too and you realize a lot of their stamina and energy comes from the nutrients they're getting from this pure raw food absolutely and, uh, which which in turn um you know makes me want to touch on a on a second part of the subject it, which is it's not just removing the meat and animal products you can maintain a a a healthy you know vibrant physique which while all the results that you want by only eliminating the animal products you have to educate yourselves on how to cook and how to you know eat a variety of foods of uh fruits vegetables legumes and nuts and seeds and rice and all kinds of things which is wonderful it's like a wonderful new world to explore but don't just jump off that bridge overnight without preparation and i think that's one of the that was one of the things that i because I started this before you and Terry decided to join me. And so I started the end of October. And the first couple of weeks, I'm like, okay, I'll cut out, you know, the, the, the animal product and I'll eat a lot more fruit and vegetables and like that. And the first two weeks, I lost way too much weight too fast, you know, which you, you don't want that to happen. Um, and so then I raised my calories and I kind of found a happy medium, but then the holidays came around and I wasn't eating animal products, but I was eating all kinds of sugar <laughs> and all kinds of, you know, I was on a vegan diet, but not necessarily a, a healthy, healthy diet. diet. Right. And, and all of those things. And so finally I was like, Okay, my parents went back to Brazil, all the celebrations ended, and I'm like, okay, let's go back to square one. What are we going to eat on a regular basis that is not treats? And so I think it's important to focus on, you know, I mean, if you're a vegan for, you know, religious reasons or for you know ethical reasons yeah you know if that's what in your heart this is not the show for you like that's then you just avoid animal protein but if you are if if being fit is one of your goals you know you have to pay attention to what you eat it's not just eating anything other than animal protein you have to focus on getting all of the nutrients like you know getting the all colors of the rainbow so it's not just just broccoli you have to have you know the reds the purples the oranges and you know they do have 
purple potatoes and beets and, you know, and find a way to prepare that certain vegetable that appeals to you. Um, yeah, because you can easily set yourself up for failure if you don't prepare. Right. Preparation means finding out, first of all, what all is out there. And it's got to be healthy. You can't just say, okay, I'm having a vegan pizza every day. That's <laughs> not, which is something I even tried. Yeah. And <laughs> uh, that's not the answer either. Like you said, you have to have the full spectrum the full spectrum of, of variety of colors, mm -hmm. um, fruits and vegetables. Do a little do a little research to prepare yourself so that you don't fail because it's easy to quickly jump on that bandwagon and then jump right off because oh, this isn't working. Right. And then you blame the whole lifestyle as the reason. And you're like, well, you know, I lost all my muscle or I, 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 I became skinny fat or what, you know, whatever. And then you throw out, you know, th this whole thing without really truly giving it a chance. And another thing is, and I was showing that to you the, the first couple of weeks that you joined me that, <clears throat> excuse me, um, when you remove animal protein and if you are a, you know, a competitor or a former competitor, you know, you're eating your protein like five, six times a day, mm -hmm. you have to take in consideration the amount of calories and fat even that you are taking on, on a regular basis. Because if you remove that, you have to bring from other sources. Right. So you're going to have, if you can't replace all that protein with something really, really good to, to keep your caloric intake where it needs to be you are and going, also get in right. the different uh, kind of protein. Right, yeah. the amino acid. And right. I, I told you, I said, you know, the number one thing, you need to find a vegan protein powder right away just to make sure, you oh, know, yeah. while you're transitioning. And you had me doing twice a day so that right. I made sure I at least had two protein shakes. And, day. you know, is that necessary? No, but with our knowledge and, you know, with our time for cooking and like that, like that's just a safe, your safety net, mm -hmm. you know? So you're like, okay, at least I know I'll be getting my protein. So set that aside. And then, you know, you need to make sure, okay, I can't eat buckets and buckets of vegetables. And if you eat a bucket of vegetables, it's like a hundred calories. <laughs> and if you eat, you know, a Especially piece of the steak. the water-based ones. Right. Yeah. You know, and so you have to add your nuts and seeds and avocado and without fear, because in the past, if you add those things to your diet, you'd be gaining weight because on top of the animal protein, it would be too much. But that right? just barely substitutes your lack of protein in animal sources. You're adding avocado and extra virgin olive oil or coconut oil and seeds and, and nuts the grains, and you know, the, the yeah. lentils and quinoa or you're going to not have enough calories. I remember definitely. like you telling me I was making you a plate and you're like, Oh, I never eat more than half a cup of rice in one sitting. And I was like, yeah, when you added chicken to it, right. but right now you can't, you can have the rice, you can have the beans, you can have the vegetables, you can have the hummus, you know, and you need it. You need all of it, you know. So what I wanted to ask you, because I've already been doing this for quite a few months, but what have you noticed thus far? It's been, what, three weeks, about three weeks for you? Yeah, just under, I think it's just under three weeks, or is it three weeks already? What I've noticed, uh, and even in that first week, what I first noticed is how 
um, how do I describe it? I didn't feel like my guts were full all the time in that sense where I had to, you know, if you, if you feel, ever feel constipated or you feel like you're- The heaviness. The heaviness in your guts. That left first. I was like, boy, I feel so light. Wow. And of course, it makes you more regular because you're eating a lot of, you know, you're eating enough fiber, which oftentimes we don't. And right. honestly, I, I know that I wasn't eating near enough fiber because I would get so lazy mm-hmm. in cooking, just having the protein in the meat source, grabbing a little bit of rice or a couple of little potatoes or whatever, and no vegetables. Right. I was getting so lazy. I just avoided vegetables entirely. Now I've switched over just to vegetables. Right and fruits and all those good foods. So my regularity is way up there and not, not an uncomfortable sense. Just, I feel like I'm really being cleaned out. And then you ask yourself how much is really uh, being stuck in your intestines for forever. And how long is it taking your body to process? Right. That's one of the the things that I, I read before and I don't know, you know, for sure exact how long, but it takes like a couple of days for you to actually digest your meat. If well, it's red meat, even longer, I think it's up to a week. Oh my goodness. It's, it's, and, and you, you can tell I'm speaking of this as just as a child in this. I'm, I'm brand new. I'm a newborn right. baby. We with are this, no so experts here. I'm not an expert. <laughs> I'm giving you my own experience with this. And what I do notice is I don't have that bloated stomach like I used to. Um, I don't feel heavy down there. I just feel like, like, I don't know. It just, you, you actually feel leaner mm-hmm, mm-hmm. In, in a strange way. But what I do know, what I do realize is how much more I have to be conscientious of getting into my system, like really making an effort to eat. And I've been watching you with the vegetables and I see, I mean, I love spaghetti squash. You can make it look like spaghetti. You can put a little marinara on it and make right. it taste like spaghetti. Right. And all the different kinds of squashes, if you throw them in one of those, uh, what's the, the, not the pressure cooker, but the Instapot. The Instapot. So yeah. Instapot is a great way just to throw everything in there in seven to 15 minutes. You've got a perfectly cooked meal. Sure. And you can throw so many things in there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The, the vegetables are endless. Go into the vegetable section. Right. And, but make, like you said, make sure you're getting your legumes, make sure you're getting like every aspect that is not a meat, make sure you're somehow fitting it in because you need those calories. But also it adds so much color and fun and, and taste to, right. the, to the meals as well. And that's one of the things that I have been investing in, you know, and to be honest, like before when I was the only one in the household doing it, uh, not as much, but now that you guys have joined me, um, I've invested in some recipe, like some magazines with recipes and, and things like that, because I'm also gluten free. I just happen to be because, you know, of um, I don't know. I've never tested it might for be celiac. An allergy, but yeah, I never tested for celiac, but I am pretty sure that I am. I don't really need anybody to tell me because I know how I feel. So pain. I just avoid gluten altogether. And I thought, my goodness, if I'm going to avoid gluten and become vegan, like what am I going to eat? And it truly is not that hard. And nowadays, like you have so many conveniences. Like if you go to Trader Joe's, which has become quickly one of my favorite places to shop and pretty much every vegetable possible, they already have it pre-cut washed in a bag you know that's what i'm talking about because i am lazy i am getting lazy well, when and, it comes to cooking and that's the thing like it takes it takes time to prepare but it doesn't you know if you take a squash and you just cut you know 
an inch like little uh, cubes or whatever and you throw and you 400 degree oven and it's like it's delicious it's delicious and you can throw in with pumpkin and you can throw in with you know sweet potatoes and you, you just have this medley of things but if you don't have to a lot of time to prepare you know to cut and chop the vegetables and all that definitely look into pre-cut vegetables there because i was going up to the vegetable thing thinking okay i'm gonna grab some of this and i go wait right beside it it's chopped up already (laughs) so i was grabbing all kinds of pre-chopped up food and i thought i discovered something that nobody else had discovered yet there it is and everybody knows about it but me it's so easy you open up the bag you dump it in the in the pot and you know what's interesting is that i've I've always loved the pre-cut vegetables, but I kind of avoided it because they're pricey, you know, in comparison to the to the vegetables that but are Trader not pre-cut. Trader Joe's, I found it to be very reasonable. Well, and another thing is this, is that when you take out the cost of meat from oh, your grocery true. bill, all of a sudden you have all kinds of leftover money to buy organic, you buy pre-cut, you buy, you know, all and this stuff. And you're still saving money. And you're still saving money, which... That's a whole nother topic, but you know, that's, that's the truth. And so now you have this extra spending money to go and make your life a little bit easier, especially during transition. I would definitely, like for me, I'm very visual. So I will get magazines for recipes, but I love going on YouTube and just look up, you know, fit vegan recipes, things like that. Uh, Cause again, just because it's vegan does not mean it's healthy. Healthy, right. right? You have it's to like gluten free. Right. I remember when I was explaining to people, oh, you know, I eat gluten free now. It's like, oh, okay, so. Well, here's anything, a bag of cookies right, that are gluten free. It doesn't right. mean it's a good idea. Remember when the fat free fat. Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> I would go at it. I would go. I would go from Canada to the US just to come home with bags and bags of fat free food, which was. Right. When I think about that now, it makes me laugh. That's when everybody got really fat. Mm-hmm. That's when everybody got mm-hmm. really fat in America. Because you just take in all these extra calories you're not even thinking about mm-hmm. because they don't have fat in them. That must meant they are invisible to calories. It's right. just <laughs> calorie-free. And extra sugar oh, they put in them to flavor it. Yeah, for sure. How about your energy levels? How 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 do you think you... Do you I've been do doing you? really good for energy because even when sometimes I, you know, I'll get there's a certain time of day that usually I just crash, Mm -hmm. but like yesterday. So I'd come back from a trip and I was in California, just flew back on Saturday night late. Um, We got up, we went to church and then I thought, yeah, I'm going to have to go home and have a nap after church. I was feeling kind of tired. I didn't end up napping. We went to the gym. We went to the park. (laughs) We took the kids out there. I just, I could just keep going and going and going. And I think that if I told myself I was tired, I probably could have gone and had a nap. More of a but habit. when I stopped thinking about it, I really wasn't all that tired. And we ended up having a great workout. I was right. energized. And so honestly, I'll have to say that I have felt more energy not eating animal protein than I did before, undoubtedly. And I don't know if it's the time that it takes just to digest uh, animal protein sure. in your body. Because if it's working at doing one thing, then it doesn't have maybe have the energy to do something else. And that's what I tell people, even when they're feeling sick, do you go to the gym when you're sick 
or do you just recover when you're sick? I always say you need to recover because your body doesn't want to do too many things at once. Right. So do one or the other. But yeah, I just, I have way more energy. Yeah, that's how I felt too. It, it has been amazing. Other than, I got to say one thing. When you switch to vegan, um, which by the way, research has proven that even meat eaters have to do that too, but you need to be on a B12 supplement mm -hmm. and vitamin D3. Those things are like, you they're a must. And for me, um, you know, both of us, we are on hormone replacement therapy. We have uh, Susie Bell uh, here in town and, and she's our doctor and she just gives us uh, something that we inject, a B12 once a week injection. But uh, second to that, you could have a, a sublingual yeah, I, spray. Yeah, yeah. That, that works really, really well too. And then you need a D3 supplement. Now, I, for whatever reason, I got really busy and I didn't go and fill my prescription. And so I didn't take my shot and for like two weeks. And at the end of that second week, I felt terrible. Like I really, really felt depleted. And so that is something absolutely 100% that I've been through it. You can't not let it slide. It's not something to play with. You absolutely need that if you're going vegan. Um, and again, even people that are animal protein eaters, like you still need to supplement. We've been supplementing for a long time, but um, I definitely notice more as a vegan. But what do you think about when you have the hormonal issues, you know, age, age 40 to, you know, yeah, 40 plus. on up, mm -hmm. and you decide to go on hormone replacement therapy, because I think there was something that one of my, a hormone doctor that I was seeing in Texas, he said, you know, we can balance out your hormones and eventually you may not need, he said, you may not need me anymore. He was one of those who said you could actually balance out your hormones to the point where you could wean yourself off of things. And I think with the proper diet, do you think that also your hormones can really balance out eating and, the right nutrients? And, and I, I do wonder about that. I do not know the answer. You know, I am actually due for a uh, blood work here next month. So that would be interesting. Although that will probably be my starting point because, you know, I just got started on the diet. But um, I have heard that before. And I also heard that, um, you know, when you eat certain seeds, especially flaxseed and uh, pumpkin seeds, there's a couple, uh, I think, I think it's sunflower seeds, you do a rotation and it really, really affects your hormone balance. Yeah, I know there is a lot of really good nutritious yeah. foods that can help your hormones. And so I know that for estrogen, I don't know that for testosterone because that's one of our problems. You know, my estrogen is always high, so I actually have to, to bring it down. I take something called DIM. I'm not recommending to anybody, please, please, please don't go and buy it. You have to have a, a hormone replacement uh, specialist. specialist. Yeah, you have, to have your yes. blood work done so they can see where your yes, blood yes, is Yes, yes, yes. Do not go buy anything, but I do it. Um, and see, I didn't really need one. You didn't need one. But my testosterone yes. was bottomed out i had no testosterone me too and that's why i was so tired that's why i couldn't retain my muscle anymore right i just uh yeah i was really off but everybody's individually very unique and very different exactly like i've 
I've had friends with very similar symptoms and then they go do their blood work. They go see a specialist, do the blood work and their hormones are off, but it's not the same ratio or anything like that. So everybody's an individual. So definitely don't follow. But I am curious to see because uh, one of the things that we do know, (coughs) excuse me, I'm still kicking this, whatever it is. Um, one, One of the things that we do know is that our meat, chicken, we never ate a lot of red meat. There's so many hormones being injected into the animals. Yeah, so with with those kinds of hormones, you want to avoid, you really do want to avoid that at all costs because you don't know what's being injected into the meat if you are going to remain a meat eater uh, and, and not switch over to a plant-based diet. You have to get as clean a source of meat protein as you can. You want you want hormone-free, you want free-range, you want animals that aren't being altered for the sake of the industry just pumping more through as fast as they can and right. creating more meat to throw onto the shelves. We do not want that. I just wish they had never started that. Oh we want organic, we want range, uh, free-range, we want pure. Right healthy animals because those hormones and antibiotics that are that are given to the animals will stay within their meat that we are eating and so undoubtedly that is going to in a bad way and that doesn't that yeah their hormones are not good for us and our bodies so yeah there's so much to think about when considering changing a diet and i think even for that reason alone you either clean up the meat you're eating and start getting a much better source or without it, you know you're not getting right. those antibiotics and hormones and whatnot. Because you can get, uh, if you if you trust the source of the uh, organic vegetables that you're getting, because mm-hmm. trust me, not all vegetables not are all, organic. Yes. Organic is such a loose phrase yes. now. Yes. But you know, even in Las Vegas, we've got farms in the surrounding area. You can literally go to the different farms and say, I want to get pick them this, yourself. I want to get yep. this, yeah, and pick pick everything you want. And you know that they're you know that they're organic and avoiding the pesticides and the antibiotics and anything that they could possibly be altering your food with. And if you can't afford it all organic, you can look up their lists. If you Google, you know, uh, top 10, you know, vegetable, fruit and vegetables that you need to be organic. And you'll tell you that things, I know things like Carrots are better if they're organic because they're in the soil where all the stuff is, all the bad stuff, right? So, and then usually we just wash them. We don't really peel them, right? We wash and then we grate them and things like that. But something like a banana that you are going to peel off, you don't necessarily have to get it organic because the all the pesticides are on the outside. So you right, can right. peel it off. So if you don't want to, if you can't afford buying everything organic, you can do that. You can look up, you know, what are the ones that you absolutely need yeah, to. Yeah, pick and choose. And Anna, what is that recipe book that, what's the name of that book you have? Because it does have some great recipes in for people who do want to get started and maybe have some good ideas right off the hop. Terry Gummy is the magazine uh, from the Forks Over Knives documentary. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's just a magazine. I'm sure it's in every grocery store, you know, just a regular magazine, but they do have many, well, many pictures and that really very nice visuals. So yeah. I would have to see a great picture and go, you know, that looks really good. What is that made out of? And you know what? Uh, another thing is you can always go to 
Thai restaurants, they have great vegetarian, you know, Indian food, um, you know, Japanese. Right, because when they you have are been very Americanized. Out, right, yeah. you want to be able to choose vegan or even at least uh, vegetarian if you have a choice. You know, there's many restaurants that have good choices. There's a lot of straight up just vegetarian and vegan restaurants too right, in town. Right, right. So, there are at a, least lot here of, in Vegas. a lot more options out there than there used <laughs> I, to be. I don't know if everywhere, but yeah, definitely there. It's more and more, and as it becomes, you know, more popular, I'm sure more restaurants will jump on. Mm -hmm. But we are going to keep you guys posted to our journey. And again, we're no experts. This is we're just sharing with you guys what we have done and what has worked for us, and any. Any changes, we're going to keep you guys posted. And I would love to know if you guys have any questions for us uh, or any help, you know, getting started, if that's that's your wish. But um, we'll be back very soon with another Blessed Podcast. <laughs>